0: Upon a time, A small town boy from the south traveled across the ocean to the island of love called Cyprus. He grew into a fine young man on a mission to preach the gospel to the whole world. Then, one day, when he least expected it, he met a Polish girl. Risking it all, he asked her out on a church date. It didn't take long before they fell in love and lived happily ever after. Hold on, I missed the best part. They had a son, later diagnosed with autism, which changed everything. Then two years later, they welcomed a little girl with a heart of gold and a will of iron. They were missionaries and autism parents trying to keep the faith and sanity. Each week they'll share their journey of love, faith, hope, special needs parenting, and everything else in between. Here is the preacher and the Polish girl.
1: are some prayers only answered by fasting and prayer?
2: What would Jesus do?
1: Is fasting something modern day Christians should practice? Is it safe? How can I fast the biblical way?
2: We'll cover all that and more in today's episode.
1: All right, so this is at the end of a little bit of a hiatus for the Preacher and the Polish Girl podcast. Glad to be back with you folks,
2: Mm -hmm. and we
1: hope that this um, latest episode proves to be as challenging to you as it has been for us in preparation. So, we know that the Bible is full of examples. Surprises? Surprises? Yes. (laughs) The Bible is full of surprises, yes. No, let's go. Well, actually, the Bible does have quite a few surprises. Right. When you read through the Bible...
2: It's like, that's in the
1: Bible? Wow. (laughs) Wow. The Bible is full of examples of people who have abstained from food mm-hmm. to seek God. For sure, and so it's it's a very it's 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 common throughout both the Old and New Testaments.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Certainly, the most I would say the most well known would be anything associated with our Savior. So, of course, when Jesus fasted at the beginning of His public ministry in Luke chapter four, that is something that I think countless preachers and Christians have drawn upon, and we've tried to seek the Lord's example. And I have heard various accounts through the years of preachers, pastors, evangelists, laymen, you know, kind of pursue that that model of 40 days uh, without any solid food with just a water diet. So yeah. uh, that that's something that I have not done myself. I've never undertaken a a fast quite like that, but I know that's one that gets a lot of attention and uh-huh. rightly so. I mean, it's it's the Lord. So and then of course, if you rewind to the Old Testament, you have Nehemiah who fasted to help his, um, well, to help him um,
2: confess his sins to God sure. and then turn away from them. And
1: yeah, he fasted to prepare himself, and he also fasted to feel better prepared to, you know, petition mm-hmm. uh, on behalf of of God's people. Right. And, and what for?
2: about King David? That's another great example of fasting. Well,
1: he he fasted to ask God to intervene because of injustice. Right. And you can, in fact, let me just read that one in Psalm thirty-five. This is one that I think a lot of us can relate to. We you know, especially with as, as much injustice as we see in the world today. There's so many causes. I mean, there's there's plenty of causes you can get behind,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, there's plenty of of good, worthy causes. But the Bible says in what well, it says in Psalm 35, verse 13, uh, David speaking, But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into my own bosom. Right. So if you read the previous verses, he's talking about false witnesses and people that were basically rewarding evil for good. And so injustice can certainly cause us to to say, hey, you know, I really need to get serious with God mm-hmm. to kind of address this injustice that's taking place.
2: Right, and also in Samuel, in Second Samuel, twelve seventeen and twenty three, it's mentioned that he fasted to ask for a miraculous healing, and we know that that request God did not grant.
1: You know, I think people sometimes assume wrongly mm-hmm. that if we fast, then that means that God is going to do exactly what we want Him to do. Right. And we're going to show God, see how serious we are. We're not even, you know, we're it's not like, even eating. So right. we deserve it. And It's like
2: and, a trade deal. Mm. Like, God, okay, I'm going to fast, but, you know, that's a serious request, so you better do it because I'm fasting.
1: Yeah. And, of course, that's not how it works. Right. And, uh, now, if anything, the outcome of a fast is that because you don't have things coming in your body which could impact your your, your psyche, your sleep patterns, it is possible to think more clearly and concisely as a result of fasting. So even if you don't get the answer, you're, you're going to probably feel more spiritually in tune because you don't have those toxic, yeah, the toxic buildup yeah, yeah. in your bloodstream. You know, we literally are what we eat and we are what we... What we eat. don't eat. Exactly. Yeah. And, and of course, the early church, you know, we're New Testament um, Christians, but of course, right at the beginning, the early church, they fasted while worshiping. And uh, while, you know, before they committed their ministries or particular missions Mm -hmm. to the Lord, they always fasted beforehand.
2: Right. And before they appointed leaders mm -hmm. as well, they were fasting and praying. So
1: so fasting has always been a major theme in Scripture and in the Christian life, certainly the early Christian life. And Mm -hmm. it seems to have tapered off, uh, particularly the last probably five decades. It it seems that, you know, fasting has become less common in the church, less common in uh, Christian circles. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and you know what? When I found out that fasting, the word fasting is removed from some of the Bible translations, I was really shocked because for me, this is the really the secret ingredient, the matter of answered prayer, like sincerity. And God mentioned that, you know, um, this goes not but by prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And some versions say, by, but by prayer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strange that...
2: Was it in Mark?
1: Yes, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn and, and, and kind of show you an example of that. But but before we get there, uh, mm-hmm. just back to fasting as a general topic. Yeah. Um, what would you say, wife of mine? Because I know you <laughs> incorporate fasting a lot in your health ministry.
2: Right. You know, outside also, of
1: church, I know it impacts. You know. Yes. Uh, it's under the umbrella of our ministry as the preacher, and the Polish girl, yes. and Autism Mama Bear, and all those things mm-hmm. take the health, but. You know, fasting is is a big part of, of your...
2: Spiritual life and also yeah. my healing journey. Yes. yes. So fasting is a big... Why don't
1: you tell us a more accurate definition of fasting? Well, is fasting...
2: It's basically it, abstaining it, is, from... is it a
1: biblical way to get everything you want? Uh,
2: no. <laughs> no, but definitely... <laughs> Elaborate on that. Definitely when you are fasting, mm-hmm. you are punishing the body. The Christian fast. Is a biblical way to truly humble yourself in the sight of God.
1: So you would say your definition of fasting the the biblical way is to humble yourself in the sight of God.
2: Absolutely, not
1: to get everything you're you're asking Fleshly for. Flashly
2: desires, no. But and it's to
1: humble yourself exactly. in His presence. Exactly, and seeking, be more aware of who He is and who you seeking are. Seeking
2: the spiritual food and uh, gotcha. the living water rather than food and um, what the life, what the world offers. Yeah.
1: You know, I don't think I've ever thought about the definition of fasting in in quite that way. I I Mm -hmm. know that fasting doesn't mean that we get everything we want, but I really like the way you've said that fasting is a biblical way to To humble ourselves
2: mm -hmm. in the sight of
1: God. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like fasting is a way to prepare ourselves to to commune with God.
2: Well, yes. Yes. Because you are offering this fleshly sacrifice. You are abstaining from food mm-hmm. and uh, the other delicacies like, mm-hmm. you know, candy, sugar, coffee or anything else that, you know, you gives you pleasure. You are abstain from that and you just rely on water and prayer. And whenever you feel hungry, because... Of course, when we don't purposely fast, Mm -hmm. our body doesn't demand food right away. I mean, intermittent fasting is pretty easily done uh, when you don't think about it. But when you are fasting and prayer and it's a conscious fasting, Mm -hmm. then immediately, as soon as you decide to fast and pray and commit yourself to God, humble yourself before the Lord and listen to his voice, immediately your flesh is like... I'm hungry, please. Mm -hmm. Oh, anything. And you just start thinking about food and food and food.
1: You know, Jesus mentioned it to uh, different groups of people Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, he he said, you know, the reason you're following me and I'm paraphrasing, of course, you're not following me because of the miracles you're following me because I've been feeding you physical. Right. but But don't dwell on that. Yeah. But the the passage you were mentioning earlier about how some translations remove this—that's actually in Mark nine. It's a passage of scripture, especially the latter part of scripture that very much resonates with me as an as a special needs dad. Mm-hmm. Certainly, we know that autism is a neurological disorder. It is not a demonic or devilish disorder by by no means.
2: Yeah, it's not uh, devil's possession. Of
1: course not. But not that that hasn't been. You know, we've heard those accusations before. Right. Yeah. But this passage resonates with me because there's some similarities, mm-hmm. you know, with sure, yeah. the self harm, the child trying to harm himself, right. and, and the father being, you know, probably some
2: helpless and hopeless. Yes.
1: And, and 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 risking his own life to right. spare his sons. To, his his, son. to yep. spare his mm-hmm. son. But the verse you referred to is Mark nine twenty nine. It says, and this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. He says, This kind, so there's just certain. There's certain battles we're going to face in our life, mm-hmm. and it's and, and it could have certain spirits behind it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying the thing itself is demonic, but it, it's you know we know that the the, the enemy forces. is always behind everything.
2: Absolutely, we wrestle
1: not against flesh and mm-hmm. blood. So everything everything is spiritual. Everything that's that that manifests in the physical started in the spiritual. Right. This kind, he says, can come forth by nothing. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying this can't be achieved. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, he didn't stop there.
2: Yeah.
1: But by prayer and, and fasting. Exactly. And of course, some translations cut off at prayer. Not no, fasting. sure why. Fasting. Yeah, the they, yeah, way well, they cut off at prayer and they leave yeah, out right. the fasting yes. part That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, very important. Now, what would you say, since we know that fasting is not a magic card that we can pull <laughs> and get whatever we want, but what would you say that fasting does enable? What, what would you say it does allow right. to, to happen.
2: Well, it enables the Holy Spirit to reveal your true spiritual condition. That's for once. Mm-hmm. And that results in brokenness, repentance.
1: Mm-hmm. Would you say that confidence and faith in God can be strengthened because oh, you're going to feel mentally, spiritually, yes. physically refreshed? Not at yeah. first, of course.
2: No. Even from medical point of view, when you are fasting the first two days, Everyone will say to you are the worst, the hardest, because that's when the body is in shock. It's deprived of food, of uh, drinks, of regular routine. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, on the third day, people get this um, burst of energy because the body is cleansing itself and uh, you are more in tune.
1: Well, let's address the potential skeptics out there who, who who are thinking... Why is what I eat so important to how I feel and how I pray and how I approach God? Well, uh-huh. well, let, let's let's get right to where we live. How many can admit to feeling that kind of desire to hibernate? After a heavy potluck dinner at at church on Sunday or lunch on Sunday, immediately, the last thing you want to do is rejoice and jump up and down and pray and be excited and run outside. All you want want to to do is is go into what, you know, (laughs) know, there's jokes about I'm in a carb coma. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Or sugar coma. I'm in a sugar coma.
1: And so, of course, you're not going to be able to pray as effectively in those moments. Mm -hmm. not saying that it's... That it's wrong to to enjoy a big meal. There's a time and place for everything. That's not the message. But what I'm saying is, we are truly we are what we eat. For example, if someone is gluten intolerant or lactose intolerant, or they can't right. have certain you know the nowadays foods, a lot if of they people. eat them, they're mm-hmm. not even going to be able to go to church. They're going to be sick. There's people who can get uh, like a mild form of food poisoning just from eating the wrong food. Mm-hmm. And so you can see just from a practical way that fasting, whether it's just depriving yourself of certain things or, or consciously doing it because you want to, to be clearer headed and, and, and have a closer connection to God, mm-hmm. I think it proves it. Just when you see how, how foods make us feel totally then you can't deny the the benefit of fasting.
2: Yeah. And, of course, it's important to understand that fasting is not a way to get a better response to prayer, but rather true fasting is a means of fostering, you know, a better, more humble approach to prayer.
1: Wow, that is is quite a statement. No, (laughs) that's… So you're not saying it, it's a way to get a better response. No, you're saying it's it's a way to get a better approach.
2: Yes, wow, because you know we can pray. That, uh, is, very, that is that is revolutionary.
1: That could be that's a revolution. That that is potentially that that's potentially life changing for someone that's listening. I'm going to say it again. I don't think you realize how big that statement is. What you said, fasting is not a way to get a better response to prayer. Fasting is a way to get a better approach to prayer mm-hmm. mm.
2: more humble because you that are really depriving yourself of the things that you're used to the mm-hmm. things that you know are by default in your life that give you pleasure that sure. gi- give you nourishment as well and really when uh, when you don't have those cushy uh crutches you are fully dependent on the lord so it really humbles your your physical body and the spirit,
1: and there is a neglected subject as well in uh, in the Bible, and that is the sin of gluttony. You know, so I think uh, fasting mm-hmm. is a way at times to
2: balance to, that
1: to balance that and address the the issue of of, of of gluttony. So all good stuff, all good stuff, Mrs. Tinsley.
2: Right. So let's talk about how to do a biblical fast, because uh, then I want to talk about the health point of view mm-hmm. of fasting but let's talk about the biblical fast okay based so, on the examples
1: well the fr- from the scriptures we have what is very popular and i think a lot of people use this particular kind of of, of fast and it's what we would call there's different terms but we call it a partial fast mm-hmm. so a partial fast is the first one we're going to talk about today and that of course is described. In the book of Daniel, particularly Daniel chapter ten, mm-hmm. uh, where Daniel was abstaining from certain delicacies—the meat, the wine, the candy, the sugars—but but, well, he was basically de- he was he was refusing to eat like a king. Uh, the the king's mm-hmm. food and the king's orders. Yeah, uh, he, he refused to participate.
2: And you know, there is a Daniel's diet based on Daniel's fast.
1: So from the The most basic type of fast, which is what we call a partial fast, and that Mm -hmm. is abstaining from certain foods, certain delicacies, certain things, Mm -hmm. and now you go, the the pendulum swings in the other direction, and what are we going to call the second one?
2: A complete fast or a, a water fast? A complete fast.
1: fast. That, that sounds a lot harder
0: than a partial <laughs> fast.
2: It is. Yeah. And it's not for newbies. Yeah. You can start with the juice fast. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're fasting, it's still just the liquid diet and no broth, no nothing, just juice. So you get still water, plenty of liquids, but it's, uh, it's not as harsh as just right. water fast. And you do this for extended period of time. But again... Uh, you cannot do that uh, when you've never fasted or when you have some medical conditions because then it can backfire on you however with the consultation of your healthcare practitioner mm-hmm. or when you do it steadily when you prepare your body for right. the fast extended fast then uh, it can be done
1: so you're saying that everyone can do a partial fast or an intermittent fast Absolutely. where they where they where they avoid
2: a, you can a, a start by block, like yeah. a block of
1: a block of time during the day. This is the yes. hours I don't eat. These are the hours that I eat. Okay. That's actually
2: very common. And a lot of people do that uh, even without realizing, especially when you have an office job, nine to five, and you hardly ever get a lunch break or you have time just to eat mm-hmm. one meal during this working time. And then you come home and eat the second meal or you don't eat at all. That's intermittent fasting pretty much.
1: So start with partial, uh, mm-hmm. graduate to the next level, which would be an intermittent fast. Mm-hmm. And then, Well,
2: you can start with one meal a day once a week or start with once a month. If you never fasted, mm-hmm. start once a month with one meal a day. You pick one day. You, mean
1: you eat one meal a day or you, you just, abstain from one meal a day?
2: No, no, no. You eat one meal a just day. Just one meal. Just one meal a day and then you drink plenty of fluids and juice right. and you can have broth, whatever, just one Food, solid so food. So what
1: category does that fall in? It's not a partial fast. Mm. It's more of an intermittent fast?
2: Intermittent fast, yes. Okay,
1: so that's a that's, that's a, like a, a version of an intermittent fast.
2: Like pre-partial fast. Right. Yes, preparation. And,
1: and what would be the best time of day, you think? What would be the best meal to start with for your one meal a day for a new person to fast on
2: your... In? you know, work schedule and so on. If you are physically active, if you are working, you know, if you're working with your hands and sweating a lot and so on, you burn energy in the morning, I would say lunchtime.
1: Can you exercise during a fast?
2: Yes, but only very light exercises. You don't go to the gym and do heavy weights and stuff like that. You don't run a marathon because you Mm -hmm. can actually harm yourself. So during the fast, uh, you know, there are those clinics in Europe. They're very popular where you go and uh, you basically have supervised water fast. Right. <laughs> it's so they very check expensive. Your levels. they check right. your levels
1: throughout the day. And
2: right? uh, it's like a spy. You're just laying around in, uh, in the sun, absorbing vitamin D from the sun, uh, getting the natural source of energy. And uh, you are detoxifying. You are fasting. They are doing a lot of different things like... Um, The skin cleanses and different Mm -hmm. things just to help speed up the process of detoxifying because we accumulate so many toxins over the years, especially if we've never fasted. And then um, after 24 hours, ketosis begins. Basically, Mm -hmm. the body uses fat uh, stored in our body as a source of fuel instead of sugar or carbs, which is sugar. And then after 48 hours, the cells regenerate themselves and uh, the process begins. So you can actually reverse a lot of diseases and uh, conditions. That's incredible. Um, yes, it is.
1: And then a complete fast would be for an advanced faster. Is that, is that a word? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know if you can call yourself a faster. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. maybe I'll... And if uh, if a listener knows, you can send us a message and we'll do our own research. Fastomizer. A fastomizer. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, basically you graduate sort of. you don't graduate, but Yes. If you if your body gets accustomed to intermittent fasts and
2: You progress in the two. You can progress and you can get two, to a state yeah. you can get
1: to a stage where your body would be more prepared for a, a juice fast.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, of
1: different time periods. Or juice a fast water is actually
2: fast. very, uh, very beneficial because if you do it, let's say for three days, start with three days, mm-hmm. or maybe no, for the beginners, really uh, absolute beginners, start with one day of juicing, right? And you juice a lot of fruit and vegetables, mm-hmm. mainly vegetables, so you get all those minerals and vitamins coming from the real food, and it's all compressed. In the juice form. So it's like eating a bucket of fruit and vegetables in a day, but it's in a juice form. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's yeah. actually uh, you're flooding your body with nourishment and nutrients, and that regenerates all the cells in your body. What? No,
1: nothing. <laughs> no, it's good. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking that I should do that.
2: You should do that. I want to feel better. Don't you remember when we were fasting, juice fasting in Cyprus?
1: I blocked it out.
2: Well, I was juicing like crazy. I would be going, even when we were going to mom and dad for lunch. Yeah. And uh, everyone would be eating food. I had my juicer. I had my bag There's of a crazy juice lady. The juice lady. The combinations, no, really. the combinations that I was putting, which were horrible, but I wanted all the benefits of fruit and vegetables, especially mm. vegetables. So, it was like strawberries. Beetroot. Green carrots. apple. Uh, yeah. Beetroot, carrot. That's, that's amazing. But then I would be putting half a uh, red cabbage. And some garlic. And that was a no no.
1: Yeah. So I was
2: (laughs) drinking and gagging, and that was not a pleasant experience. But overall, the juicing experience was amazing. My skin was glowing. I lost tons of weight. And of course, it was temporary, but it was still. And I had energy as if I was on energy drinks all day long.
1: You heard it here, folks. (laughs) Top Google review of 2023 for fasting drinking and gagging. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no just so, don't combine don't combine uh strawberries and garlic yeah. or red cabbage yeah
1: Mm-mm. just no all, that's a no no all, all
2: all there are some recipes which i never follow things. recipes but there sure. are some great recipes check dr newsom and gina newsom they have amazing recipes for all kinds of juices and smoothies
1: so if you're new to fasting basically Start slow, limit your food portions to one meal a day for for one day of the week. Yeah. And then during the fast, make sure you set aside specific time to worship and seek God in prayer. Mm -hmm. And what is vital, what what underpins the whole thing is make sure, do not forget to stay hydrated.
2: Absolutely. Yes, because uh, your body will be um, trying to eliminate a lot of toxins and Um, You need to flush it out. You need to help your body to uh, flush it out. And also like, you know, when we are sweating, when we are stressed, our sweat contains a lot of toxins. Hmm. And uh, that's why we may have the stinky sweat when we're anxious, when we're stressed, you know, uh, public speaking or exam and stuff like that. And when we run or sit in sauna, it's not stinky because we don't have this cortisol and adrenaline level high.
1: So the health benefits of fasting would be a quick weight loss, but it shouldn't be done for that reason. And, of course, the weight will come back. Oh, Um, yes, sadly. But but fasting (laughs) removes waste products from our body so we can detox.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and
1: and what source would you recommend for them?
2: I would recommend Dr. Furman, who is a great doctor, medical doctor, uh, who wrote a lot of great studies on fasting. Let's spell that
1: name for the listeners. That's Dr. Furman.
2: Yeah, F-U-H-R-M-A-N. Yes, Furman. Uh huh. And you can check him, um, his writings in WebMD. Basically, he said that fast can eliminate. Um, diseases like lupus, arthritis, chronic skin conditions, and heal the digestive tracts and also lower your blood pressure. So Which is a
1: major problem. Blood pressure is a major issue for a lot of people.
2: Oh, yes. Especially if you're under a stressful situation and um, pre-diabetic. Imagine, and imagine
1: fasting could eliminate the need for your pills. Blood
2: pressure medication. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Or diabetes medication. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: So Dr. Furman cautions, though, that certain people should not fast. And, and who would be those groups of people?
2: Well, you know, pregnant women mm-hmm. or people with wasting diseases or malnutrition or those with history of cardiac arrhythmias and also, you know, people with hepatic or renal insufficiency, which means uh, people with problems with their liver or right. kidneys.
1: And then, uh, according to cancercenter.com, fasting. Yeah, that's a great source. Yeah, fasting can slow cancer growth, which is. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, because it reduces glucose levels in the blood. Mm-hmm. Cancer cells feed on glucose. So if you can reduce those levels, then that's a positive. Mm-hmm. And then fasting also is known to promote cell regeneration through
2: autophagy. Hmm. Yeah. Basically, the cells are eating the weak cancer cells. Um, your own body can heal itself. Wow. Like Robert Scott Bell always says the power to heal is yours. Because it really is. God gave us the body that's self-sufficient. Like when we scrape our knee, you know, you don't need to go to hospital and have all the procedures. If you leave it or if you treat it, it's going to heal itself. It can leave a nasty scab and then a scar, but it will heal itself. And so, if you put stitches, then it will be healing nicer, but still it will heal itself.
1: Well, So rather than turning to what has been known as comfort food, uh-huh. turn to comfort fasting.
2: That's a tough one. The beginning can be very, very difficult. Fasting is not something that our body desires. Sure. And, so it's
1: sacrificial.
2: Right, and also uh, people who should not fast. Also, I should mention um, eating disorders. Right, because fasting can uh, make those a lot worse. So sure. you have to be careful if you're struggling with anorexia or bulimia or any eating disorder, even orthorexia. Fasting could
1: exacerbate those conditions. Yes, yes. And it's not advised. Okay. So in summary, fasting known to have biblical roots, strong biblical roots. My
2: stomach is rumbling now.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's been known to have a very um, prominent position, even with uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as part of his life. Mm -hmm. And we believe that fasting still has a role for modern day Christians and modern day life for an abundance of reasons. But if you've got some big battles in your life, whether spiritual, emotional, remember what Jesus said in in Mark 9. He says, This kind goeth not out but by prayer
2: and And fasting. fasting. So add
1: fasting to your faith, and I believe we'll see God start to hear us as we approach Him more humbly. I thank you so much, Ula, for doing all this research about fasting and educating me and and your patients over the years. And I'm just really glad that I could tag along with you today.
2: Thank you so much.
1: So the quote of the century, I think, in terms of fasting is, fasting is not a way to get a better answer to your prayers. Fasting is a way to get a better approach Mm -hmm. to your prayers.
2: That's what I said. I know. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.
1: We're just off to get some fast food now. No, no, (laughs) we're not. I promise.